live. All right. Our first on-site podcast. We are on location from a dead lizard brewing company in Orlando. How do you like this place so far, John? This place is wicked sick, yeah. So I've never been here before. You've been here a handful of times. Absolutely. And I love it already. So I, I always like the vibe. It's it's uh, it's a hole in the wall out in an industrial park area. Yeah, it was so weird. Even like the uh, our Lyft driver was mentioning, like no one almost knows it's back here because it's like office strip malls and shit like down here. Like there's no, you would never come here if you weren't, already determined to go a place here if that makes sense like you're never just going to drive through here and happen to see it you got to know what you're doing to get for sure for sure yeah the um so um the first time i was here they didn't have the outdoor area okay and uh and this area was not as uh eclectic and nice and we'll uh we'll put some pictures up uh on social media and such as we uh as we roll out this episode but uh every time i've been here there's just a uh uh, a small group of people, some outside, some inside, yeah. just hanging out. They've got uh, a wall of board games. There's art all over the place. Yeah, and it's uh, so it's absurd. I literally just ventured back um, to the bathroom to put up some stickers along the way, and it's like you go through a door, and there's like a game room. There's like foosball and an arcade machine. Arcade machine, yeah. Like, I'm like, what on earth? And you go through another door to get to the bathroom, and there's like, you see art everywhere, and like some of it's for sale. There's like tags on it and Absolute, stuff. It's, yeah. it's it's awesome. So color me thoroughly, thoroughly impressed. So, um, what what did you end up getting for your your first beer here today? Because we we're still in number one here. We, we are, we are. I I got the Kolsch. So um, start easy. We we had a um. We went pretty hard last night. <laughs> we we did, and and yesterday I started with sours, and then added hazies on top of sours, and and uh, I was feeling a little uh, acid reflux pain, and then we chased <laughs> it with barbecue for dinner, and so uh, well that was a terrific experience yesterday at the Rock Pit Brewing. Yes, I was we, a big uh, fan of Rock Pit. We we worked there for maybe what six hours. Yeah, probably about six hours yesterday. So uh, so we got through most of the menu. We we did. Um, I I it was a mistake to have as much as I did, and it's also the kind of place that gives you. What was it like? Nine or twelve for the two poor sizes. Nine or twelve. Yeah. Um, the uh, the woman working the bar would ask every single time, and I just kept saying twelve. Except for the one beer I got, it was like my last one that it came in a full pint, and so I had that. Yeah, um, the last but, one I had was a pint. But as every well. every time she would ask me, I'm like, just give me another twelve. She's like, wow, you're like really going at it, huh? And I was like, don't, don't remind me. But yes, <laughs> and yeah, that, I was uh, I was feeling it. Uh, the cherry detonator. So that was a cherry oh doppelbach. Oh my god, it was. So so good. What, 11%, 10.9% alcohol, yes. something like that? Yeah, it honestly, it reminded me of the Luxardo Cherry Dark Charge a bit. It had just a really good sort of rich cherry flavor to it. and uh, It was yeah, really smooth. Absurdly good. It didn't taste like it was barrel-aged, but it was, it, it yeah, was very it did not. smooth. It, it was just still some like high-gravity stuff to it. But, yeah. And then um, we... Um, 
we saw uh, some uh, barrels they were doing some aging in, and there was yes. one from Buffalo Trace from Frankfurt. Yeah, th- there were a couple nice local throwbacks over at Rock Pit. Um, so yeah, there was a Buffalo Trace bourbon barrel, which I've been to the Buffalo Trace distillery many times. I used to drive past it every single day on my way to work. Um, and then they also had on their sticker wall, there was a nice Country Boy Brewing sticker up, which was pretty cool. Um, like to see the the local places making it this far down south. It was pretty neat. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. And uh, um, so I grew up in uh, Frankfurt, smelling the Buffalo Trace, the the mash and and such. Absolutely, so, yeah. So that uh, that that is uh, extra cool. Yeah. I think we uh, we we didn't finish up with. Uh, uh, what you were drinking here at, at Dead Lizard. No. And then uh, I've got some recommendations as we uh, continue the drinking into the evening. Yeah. Well, so uh, so I, much like you, decided I would start off a little on the easy side. So uh, my first is the Key Lime Chameleon Cream Sick Ale. Like sick, S-I-C dash ale, like creamsicle, but it's a cream ale. So uh, fun little pun on taste. Very, very good. Um, according to the guy working the bar, um, it apparently used to be their most popular, but now the Purple Skink IPA has kind of taken over that. So I know I want to try that one. And then they also have uh, a hazy IPA that I'd like to try as well. So And uh, maybe two or three trips ago uh, to, to Dead Lizard, I had the uh, Key Lime Chameleon um, uh, it was uh, it was really really good. It is. They had a couple of varieties good. of it. Ah, okay. okay. So uh, yeah, and then uh, I'm having the three two one uh, liftoff light Kolsch. Uh, Kolsch is is they in in the summer months they always seem to have the Kolsch's and the the uh, key lime cream they ales. Lighten it up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And That's then cool. and then um, I'll tell you so. Uh, I had the uh, Karate Sandwich New England IPA last time. Okay. I, I enjoyed it. I did not have the the uh, Purple Skink. Um, I did have the... Uh, Seems like not your jam, though. It is a West Coast-style yeah, IPA, so probably probably not your, uh, your bailiwick, as it were. It's absolutely not my thing. <laughs> um, I did have the uh, Cocoa Dragon Chocolate Stout, a milk stout. I enjoyed it a lot. Okay. Um, I had the uh, Gila Monster chocolate coffee stout. I prefer chocolate and not chocolate coffee. It yeah. Was, it was okay, but but once again, not my thing. Uh, I had the nut brown ale and, and did really enjoy it. And then the guy with me took, um, I'd call his name, but he was on one of our earlier podcasts and he like said two words. Yeah, yeah. He podcasting was not his bailiwick. It, <laughs> it wasn't and like he's not even on social media. So no, no, we, we really embarrassed him and I, I believe that was the night it ended in uh, you giving him like a two hour lesson on like how to use Twitter afterward. Because he had I, an I account did, cause, but he cause didn't know how to use it or Twitter's what it was. so complicated. It's, for some people apparently that's true. But uh, he had the strawberry rhubarb tilted tonic. Okay. And uh, he liked it so much, he ordered a second. So I, I thought now? that was interesting. Okay, okay. I would not think of, um, I don't know. I haven't I haven't jumped aboard the whole hard seltzer thing. It's not I, I haven't as much maybe, my wheelhouse. But. 
I might try one at some point. But yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're super popular, but. And for those of you that are listening at home, yes, there are uh, now kids on the floor throwing their <laughs> toys around and scrubbing things on the ground. So if you hear those background noises, it's just our friends. That's uh, yeah, that's the uh, the the interesting parts of uh, we're, we're doing it on locations. <laughs> so uh, we'll we'll see how the uh, audio quality was, turns out overall. Well, and sometimes you can just even throw things down on the ground and slam yeah, stuff. Yeah, it, it was cool that you did uh, you did ask them if there would be any issues with us recording, and they're like, "Oh no, that's that's cool." And it was funny while we were setting up. I don't know if you overheard somebody who was up there was like, "What are they doing back there?" And guys like, "Oh, they're going to record a podcast." Like, "Oh, that's awesome!" So ah, um, oh, cool. it's, it's cool that uh, we're. Not the total weirdos. They think it's at least well, somewhat we, interesting. We I mean, we are total, weird. Not for that reason. Not for that necessarily, reason. Necessarily. Yeah. No, but, yeah. Absolutely. Um, I guess as we record a podcast here in Orlando, it might be worth mentioning that, you know, we are in Orlando for the Podfest Expo. It's oh, going is there on. a pod, podcasting There's expo going a on? Podcasting expo going on. So we were, uh, we were at the venue today. Um, there were no. No sessions or anything like that today that we were headed to, but uh, we could go in a day early and do our registration. So we got our badges and everything. Tomorrow we don't have to wait in what I assume will be a way worse line, and uh, we're ready to to rock and roll. We we did have to pay that parking price literally to just get our badges. Which yeah, is a that little was a little, a little steep. Twenty five dollars at the uh, the Marriott in a mostly empty uh, parking garage. <laughs> yeah, there was. Nobody in that garage, and it's a $25 flat rate. I just would have thought, you know, for the time we were there, we would have got a discount and, you know, $10 yeah, or something. Yeah, right, like right, which would still be like high, but not outrageous. Uh, $25 but, uh, to be there. I mean, you, the Marriott's probably struggling. Oh, yeah, they're really barely scraping by, I'm sure. But we were there for what, maybe an hour and a half? I mean, yeah, you had a hour call to two f- hours. You had a call you were on. I, I, did some work on my laptop and then we were like, all right, nothing else to do here. Let's bail. And yep. $25 later, we got out of that parking garage. Yeah. I think I joined my work call at nine 30 and it got overrighted 11 yeah, and, and yeah. we did a couple things. And yeah. Then I, I was so working for an hour on and a half, two hours. Yep. Yep. So, so, uh, <laughs> fun, fun times, fun times. Should be lots of fun sound effects yeah, on this, this episode. Well, we, we don't have the soundboard. Um, this time. So we have to get those, uh, ambiently. I can't just insert them with a the push of a button. So, well, so we won't have anybody uh, joining us on the podcast that doesn't like beer. No, no, we will not have any beer haters on the podcast today. So there'll be no duty duty do. No, no duty duty do. No, I don't really like beer either. Variant of it. Um, All right. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe in post, um, if there's a break, I'll just kind of throw one of those in there or something. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll see. We have some options to I, play around. With I have a so. feeling neither of us are going to do a lot of work in post. No, it'd have to be like just a pretty obvious gap that I then throw something in there. So yep. pretty, pretty unlikely if I had to guess. Yeah. So uh, this is a continuation of uh, our last episode, which was uh, Mo Money, Mo Money. And yes. The, and uh, we don't, our working title for this one is Even Mo Money. And this is, uh, uh, unless you come up with something it even was, more interesting. I'm, I'm mainly laughing. I mean, I like the title. I'm mainly laughing at the the naivety the two of us had at thinking like we can totally talk about every subscription service we pay for in a single episode. Yeah. And it was a long episode. <laughs> we got and through a for, a quor- websites a and apps yeah. in like an hour and a half. It was so yeah. bad. Yeah. And, and hopefully we can roll through this one uh, before we need our next beer. If, 
Yeah. It could go to a third episode. It could be a third. I mean, we have we have three pages in this list yet, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll, pun intended, we'll play it by ear and see how yeah, it goes. We'll motor through it. And some of these will be quick. So, yeah, uh, yeah. The, the next section that we were going to go over uh, won't affect most people probably listening to the podcast, right. but it's, it's interesting to note that this is a cost of doing a podcast is, is things cost money. Yeah. There are free options, but, but with everything free, you know, the free beer is not very good beer and the right. free services are not really good services. For sure. For sure. So, uh, the first one is, uh, epidemic sounds. Mm-hmm. So, um, the cool, the cool tunes you hear when our episodes start yep. and we're looking for an outro. Yeah. I still need to do that. I know I said in the last recording, like I'm going to do that. And then i Things have been busy. <laughs> yet, I'll get around one of these days. You've probably been busy drinking beer. Uh, that's been a lot of it, yeah. All right. Yeah. So so just to be honest. but uh, so epidemics, I, I don't think I've ever lied about that. For no, the record, no, for yeah. sure. <laughs> um, so, so Epidemic Sound, very cool. Um, I believe I'm paying $15 a month right yeah. now. And uh, we have a gazillion uh, songs, jingles, tunes. Uh, in different, uh, the same thing can be had in uh, all all different types of mm-hmm. sounds. Mm-hmm. If if there's a, a a particular jam you're looking for, and uh, they're royalty free. Yep. And so you can roll them into your YouTube channel or your podcast exactly. or whatever. Um, I've I was really impressed. Um, I used it to pick the intro music for both this podcast and the Unusually Pink podcast. Uh, in both cases, I sort of had in my mind a vague idea of what I wanted. Like for ours, I wanted something sort of jazzy, like um, you know that, that you hear at the start of every episode. For the unusually pink podcast, I thought something a little more like EDM style uh, would fit better. And you can pick both of those as like genres within there. You can go to music and say like jazz. And then you can get insanely granular in filtering it. I mean, you can say, like, I want it to be instrumental only, no vocals. And you can even do things like pick, like, a BPM threshold. Like, I want it to be a certain tempo um, to help you find things, which, I mean, it's it's really awesome. And then aside from music, you have 9 million sound effects that you can go through. Um, I know I've added a couple to the board. I don't think I've made good use of them yet. You know, I got like a modem connecting, a phone vibrating, that sort of thing. So um, any sound you need for literally anything, they basically have it. Yeah, and I want to roll some of those into uh, another podcast that I want to do for about sure. beer. Yeah. But uh, so I found them through uh, a guy we talked about uh, in a previous episode, Peter McKinnon. Okay. Uh, and, and a lot of his crew, his friends, um, they use Epidemic Sound and... and uh, they actually did a series of videos last year where uh, uh, Epidemic Sound, I believe, threw them o- uh, flew them over, uh, oh, I believe, to the Sweden, cool. Finland, somewhere, Scandinavian sort of area. And uh, they, uh, they toured uh, places and uh, kind of uh, rolled out a number of music themes and, and really talked about it. That's awesome. I, yeah. uh, I like when places like that are... Uh you know, like supporting the people who kind of like pimp them out too, which is kind of neat to like yeah. give a, a little bit of love back. I was just looking to see if I could find where they're based out of. It looks like Sweden. Yeah. I so think. it must've been, they were, were flown to Sweden. Um, and, and I say that because the Wikipedia page loaded in Swedish as opposed to English. 
uh, there we go. I changed the URL. Uh, yeah, Stockholm, Sweden is their, yeah, yeah. their headquarters. So. so my memory was right about that. You were. Well even done. though I knew the Peter McKinnon story, but I said Amex instead of State Farm. Yes. Well, you know, can't you can't win them all. <laughs> yeah. So. But no, awesome service. Uh, I'd highly recommend it if you're looking for something to kind of like jazz up your podcast with some sounds uh, where you don't have to worry about getting like copyright strikes against you. So Absolutely, yeah. So uh, we're also using for this podcast Transistor. Yep. And so Transistor is, is acting as our uh, hosting solution uh-huh. and feeding out to the various uh, podcatchers, pod feeds, mm-hmm. uh, Apple, Google Play Music, uh, Spotify, etc., yeah, and and, uh, and also using it as our website right yes. now for the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I at least maybe I'm a moron, um, but the people I've talked to all seem to be under the same impression. So uh, I think if you don't create podcasts, but you just listen to podcasts, you don't actually understand how it works when you open up Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever and listen to a podcast. It's not that you go to each of those services and you upload it. None of those services is actually hosting your content. You just pay for a host somewhere. They give you an RSS link and then you go to all those services and you plug in your RSS link. So when you open up Spotify, for example, and you say like, give me the latest episode of the same shade of difference, um, in the background, Spotify is just redirecting its client to Transistor, and then that's what's actually like hosting and playing the audio. Spotify doesn't host any of that. And I think that architecture, um, probably in the early days, uh, people had some foresight at, at Apple and Google and other places where where they didn't want that traffic. So RSS yeah. traffic is, is light and easy. Exactly. But but moving files is not something the amount that they want to do. storage required, um, especially as podcasts have blown up, would be absurd. So, yeah. yeah, if they cannot do any of that and push that off onto the content creator, it certainly makes sense. But with Transistor, though, uh, I'm glad you mentioned the website. Um I've certainly found their website offering uh, to be one of the better ones as far as any of the podcast hosting services I've looked at. Yeah, for sure. And I didn't really pick Transistor because of the the website mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. More than anything, they had the uh, most lenient policies for multiple websites and multiple admins for those websites. Yep. And, and, and I wanted us both to be able to do things, and if I wanted to roll other podcasts in or you wanted to roll other mm-hmm. podcasts in, we could do that. And it's really all under that set uh, monthly fee. Yes. I paid it annually, um, but uh, it it was around the same price point as as uh, uh, other people, including mm-hmm. who you, you use for your other podcast. Yeah, yeah, and. Um so I use, I think it's the last one in this section. Yep. Yeah, Podbean. Uh, Podbean, uh, who, by the way, is a sponsor of the PodFest Expo that we're here for. Uh, so shout outs to them. And they uh, have a two or three month uh, free trial for uh, oh. people attending. Okay, that's that actually the, awesome. Uh, registration materials. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's been a good service. We mainly picked it because um, it was one of the few that had a reasonably priced option for basically unlimited content, uh, which Transistor also offers unlimited content, which is cool. A lot of the services we had looked at that are popular, like Libsyn and Blueberry and stuff like that, their base offerings that'll run you 10 to $15 a month, they limit you to like three or four hours of content uploaded per month. Um, 
which at the time we had great aspirations in the Unusually Pink podcast of really like episode a week. We're like, dude, five hours is never going to cut it. Now, of course, you know, reality sets in and we, we haven't been able to keep up with that posting schedule. Uh, so we could have probably not had Unlimited. It have been fine. But uh, yeah, it was one of the more reasonable ones for that. Um, it's been good. Uh, to your point, though, like if I log in or if Brandy logs in, we're just sharing an account that we both know the password to, sure. right? So we're not logging in as individuals doing things. It's the one account, which is a little kludgy. Uh, the website is okay. Um, it doesn't look great and the customization options weren't really there. Um, now in our case, we're not using that as like our main website, right? Like uh, for Transistor, we went ahead and said, hey, send same shade of difference.com to transistor and that's the website uh, we have a different website for the unusually pink podcast one so we're not trying to get people to go there to look at show notes as much but uh you know it's not bad but for just a little bit more a month i think the i think podbean is like 12 a month or something like that it's like about 140 bucks a year i think paying annual yeah, and I think the discount with transistor maybe made it a hundred and thirty something or forty. Mm-hmm. You got a month or a month and a half free by paying annually or right, something. Right. And um you know, in some cases I may wanna have a website for a podcast like you all do, but in this case I think this suits our our needs of of l- we want to we want to spend our time talking, not yes, 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 not not doing all the other things where it makes sense. You like to write mm-hmm. on the unusually pink podcast. It makes sense for you to want to want to do that, right? Right. Yeah, I know our goal with this one is really like we want to record awesome content, plan that content, and then get it out there. We didn't want to spend a lot of time one editing episodes or two doing write ups. I mean each. The, the our show notes are just links that are relevant to what we talked about in the episode, yep. so you don't have to go Google them. Um, in the unusually pink podcast, I do a whole big write up that kind of summarizes the episode, includes those same. And they're links. good write ups. You um, do a great job of those. Thank you. I I, I enjoy doing it. Uh, but to your point, it is extremely time consuming. It's really hard to get that vibe, remembering your episode to create those posts. So. It, it basically requires me to one, listen to the entire episode again and take very detailed notes that I can't take while we're recording the episode uh, and then sit down and like actually write the post. So, I mean, it's like a multi-hour thing to get those together, which sure. does make it a lot harder to kind of crank them out. But You know, we could increase our podcasting frequency if we just podcasted every time we drank. We could have a daily podcast. I was going to say, I'd be making episodes seven days a week, maybe even eight. Sometimes I drink multiple times in a day. Like split today. Split up. Yeah, exactly. All exactly. Right. Um, the one other thing I did want to mention with this section, just because I found it anecdotally funny, uh, I had someone over to my apartment a few weeks ago. I have a, a, a magnet on my fridge for the Unusually Pink podcast. And uh, she was like, so do you actually make money from doing that? And I was like... No, the exact opposite. Like I spend a lot of money between the domain, the podcast hosting, the website hosting, the logo, all the stickers that we buy, equipment we've had to buy, all kinds of stuff. I mean, it's, I don't mind that because it's fun to do, but like, you know, people kind of think that, oh, you just 
say some stuff into you know your laptop's microphone and you get like sponsors and say absolutely not that's not how it works there's there's some investment that goes into it but, as but this one of these days we'll be rich and famous oh absolutely you just got to wait it out yeah hopefully after we go to some of these sessions tomorrow we'll know all about it absolutely yeah and and we'll we'll definitely be on the top of the world no doubt whatsoever so this next section um we've talked about this in previous episodes so uh, i don't know that we'll talk as long about it but uh things have changed for you since we talked about this last time yeah so what he's talking about is uh is audio like where we listen for music so and i believe i stated my intentions uh in that last episode where we talked about this and i have i've followed through on those so um that last episode, I was all in on Spotify, which, you know, Spotify, I like a lot of things about it. I feel like they have a lot of technical issues. And so I said, when I switch to my iPhone, I am going to try Apple Music because you can get it for free for a while, whatever. Um, so I got three months of Apple Music for free and I've wholesale forced myself to switch to Apple Music entirely um, since doing that. So I think I'm probably like a month, month and a half in now on that and it's it's been pretty good um the app itself is it works pretty well my phone my ipad because i jumped in hard uh my macbook works well on those um you know bluetooth it works fine playing that way the the one issue i have is that it's not one it doesn't have last fm integration so i lose my stats not the biggest ordeal uh, and then while it does have uh, Amazon Echo support, it's pretty janky. Uh, so unlike Spotify, where I can open up the app and say, like, I want to play this, want to shuffle it, and I want you to play on my Echo, not on, like, my phone, for example, um, that doesn't exist. It's got to be something that you can do AirPlay with, something that supports AirPlay. I can talk to my Echo and get that to play to play music that way. Um, that has its own challenges because oftentimes the Echo struggles to figure out the names of like you know artists with weird names. Um, so it can be difficult to get it to play the correct thing. Um, I did luckily find that I can just say play the latest album by a certain artist too if the album name is weird um, and it'll usually figure that out the thing that absolutely kills me though is the echo will not shuffle from apple music it only plays if it's an album or a playlist it will only play it in order even if you tell it to shuffle it will not do it so so i have a solution for you uh there are a couple i could get a home pod or a sonos those are the two that so, i'm aware of <laughs> so uh i use the sonos and and uh so when i had apple uh play music uh or apple music um um, I used used the Sonos and it worked well, mm-hmm. um, but the uh, HomePod I was just at uh, Best Buy, uh, one of the sponsors for your other podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah, they sponsor gaming mice through the unusually pink podcast. Oh, Thanks, the, Brandy. The mice that are chewed up and yeah, that, that they replace no questions asked when your rabbit chews through the cord. That's correct. Mm, okay, just making sure. Yeah, I want to make sure they they understand their role in uh, yeah. In, uh, uh, for the record, you I think they only do that if you uh, pull the wool over their eyes and don't be honest with them when you return it. Uh, they just ah, are too lazy to check, okay. <laughs> but. Um, which, by the logic of some people, makes it their fault, um, as opposed to uh, the consumers. Um, yeah. That's a pretty 
It's a, gr- like it's, a gray, it's a gray area yeah. um, at best. But, yeah, uh, neither sure. here nor there. Anyway, you were saying but, you were uh, Best Buy. I was at uh, Best Buy buying some computers for work this weekend and then again on Monday. And uh, the HomePod was $100 off. Oh. So it's, it's a $299 premium right. speaker and it's on sale for a full 100 off. I mean, when a Sonos... You might get a uh, 15, 10, 15, 20% off on a really, really big deal. Yeah. And so it makes me think uh, either there's a new one coming or uh, ain't nobody buying it. Um, I will say that, that the Apple fanboys that I listen to, it's about half and half of those that really enjoy their HomePods and say it's a great experience. And the other half that say, "Oh, I just use my Amazon devices." Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've I've been eyeing these up. I had not seen that sale, although now I'm I pulled it up on the Best Buy website while you're telling this story, and it is still is it still on it's sale? still two hundred dollars. And I'm extremely tempted to just order one. Um, for the record, it's a four point six out of five on Best Buy with uh, thirty five hundred reviews. Yeah, so I think the people that that like it really really like it. Um, you really seem need to live in the Apple ecosystem. Yeah, and I, I know that they've done some some things to open it up. Uh, I don't know what all of those are. It seems like I read or heard that uh, Spotify's support had uh, had shown up. So uh, it might be interesting to try. Now, yeah. now I hear the audio quali- quality is outstanding, and of course uh, Siri. Uh, can never answer my questions, so I suspect <laughs> that she will be just as good in the HomePod. But uh, well, if I get knows. one, if I get one, I'll uh, I'll do a follow up and, yeah, uh, and yeah, report we're back. So. so anyway, I'm I'll be I'll be another probably month and a half on on Apple Music, and then I'll have to make the uh, the decision if I stay there, if I go back to Spotify, and, and I'll be interested to see what you do. So so after our audio episode. I have spent more time on Spotify yeah. than I have on Google Play Music, which was really the dominant system that I was right, using. Right, right. I've been the main the main thing I was really concerned about were the uh, the recommendations. Um, I used Spotify's you know Discover Weekly, Release Radar, that sort of thing quite a bit. Um, Apple does have basically like three sort of curated playlists for the individual. Um, there's a, I think it's called new mix, um, that updates every, I want to say Friday. Um, unlike the Spotify ones, it's not a wholesale change though. It's like the same base and they update some tracks in it. Um, I wished it was just like wipe that bad boy and like replace it with all new songs, but whatever. Um, then there's a chill mix and a favorites mix. So I'm still getting some of that discovery, but I have had to spend, a lot more time on my own going to Twitter, which I follow like 90% music accounts, uh, Pitchfork, different stuff like that to find music, whereas Spotify just previously kind of brought it to Did me. Did you get our friend Chris to help you uh, learn how to use Twitter? Yeah, um, I'm going to need to get him to teach me a lesson or two. I'm okay. still a little still a little flaky, but I, I do what I can with it. All right. So, so you've been more Spotify heavy than now. I've been You're, more Spotify. Okay. And then uh, a lot of times at night, it's a mix of Spotify or YouTube Red or YouTube Premium, and uh, and so um, 
I still find a lot of interesting stuff on YouTube, and um, I like that you can get it in both video format and audio format. And sometimes yeah. I'm at the gym and I'll just uh, I'm I'm worn out with tech stuff and don't watch those video shows, and and so I'll start a a playlist and watch the videos go through and and enjoy that. Yeah, and then sometimes I'm at night and. Um, just taking and and using the audio functionality right. and uh, listening to it on the Sonos. My only concern with that would be, um, I don't think they give it to you through the website, but um, the regular YouTube apps do give you that breakdown of like, here's how much time you've spent watching YouTube in the past two weeks. And I really don't want anything else padding that number up because it's already heinous as far as my account's concerned. It's it's sure. a terrible number to look at. So. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So, um, moving on to video, um, I think we talked about this in a previous episode. Yeah, I, we did a little bit. Yeah, I, I'm a heavy, heavy user of of YouTube Premium. I yeah. uh, I got on it when it was uh, RedTube, and uh, um, <laughs> just really, I I started for not seeing the ads and right. then I found real value in being able to download them. So like on the flight, I watched a bunch of YouTube videos on the way down here to uh, Orlando and, uh, and I use that functionality. Sometimes the, uh, the planet fitness has crappy internet, right? Like, almost every time. I was going to say, or even just like the, uh, the amount of travel you tend to do both personally and for work too, that, you know, you might be in a hotel where the Wi-Fi is trash. So, you know, Hey, I'm going to be in a different city for a couple of days, maybe I'll download a few hours worth of content just on my iPad that I can then check out and not have to worry about it. And, and that's what I do almost all the time. And so uh, that's a great uh, feature for me. I it's would, well worth it. I would imagine nothing, well, imagine, I've been there, nothing on the planet is more infuriating than like you've been out, you're in another town for work, you go out, you have a few drinks, you relax, you want to come back to the hotel room, you're like, I just want to lay on the bed. I'm going to watch like maybe an hour or so of stuff on YouTube before I fall asleep. And you're like watching a video. It's really good. It's really interesting. And you're right, like starting to get into the meat of buffering. And you're just like ready to throw your laptop in the garbage. <laughs> I mean, it is in. I would almost rather have no Wi Fi than like terrible Wi Fi <laughs> because terrible Wi Fi is just a rage factory. Whereas no Wi Fi is like, I. I'll do something else. And I wish you, know? you hadn't brought up this topic because <laughs> so so this so is what I'm here for. Every single time I get a hotel survey, I'll, I'll give them ten, 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 and when I get down to internet access, I'll give them a one. zero <laughs> or a one. And because I just, they don't let you give a zero. <laughs> and I'm just like, I wonder why in in 2020 why they don't understand that in that high speed. High speed yes. internet is as critical as electric and water and and warm water in the shower yes. and the doors locking and all those sorts of things. People travel for pleasure. They mm -hmm. travel for business. Either way, everybody wants to stay connected. Absolutely. I can't tell you. I, I'm the boomer. I'm the old dude on this podcast, and I can't tell you the last time I turned on a TV in my hotel room. I don't oh, it's do been, it. It's been for 
ever. Yeah, it's when, I. It, you could take the TV. I bet if I rented a hotel room and there was not a TV in there, I probably wouldn't even notice. No, exactly. You know? I'm like right now. I'm assuming there's one like on that bureau that has like the the mini fridge inside of it but i don't actually know i didn't really pay attention i'm just like that's where a tv would go i assume there's one on there i'm pretty sure my suitcase is sitting in front of it open yeah <laughs> right yeah so no yeah. I, I agree with you and um i mean after we get back from this trip uh next week i'm headed right out again to another convention um, where I'll probably be doing a lot more. I'll, I'll be doing more like staying on top of like my day-to-day job probably while I'm there. Uh, and because a lot of that will end up having to happen like evenings or like maybe early morning in the hotel room, like I'm going to bring a cradle point with me probably in case the hotel Wi-Fi is just utter trash because that is such a regular occurrence. So Yeah, I don't think it's in case. It, no, it it, it's going to be garbage, be. Yeah, and I'm going to use I mean, the credit I mean, I've point, yet to so. travel frequently, and I've yet in the last 12, 18 months had anything that I would call acceptable. I mean, it's, exactly. it's many times dial-up speeds. And to make matters even better before we rail on this topic too much longer, since we've tangented pretty hard... It's worth mentioning that, you know, we said at the start of this episode that last night we worked for about six hours at Rock Pit Brewing, where I pulled down Holy 130 shit. megabits per second Holy shit, on their good. Wi-Fi. I mean, they I was just amazing like, Wi-Fi. And there was like a whole crap ton of people in there. It was a decent crowd. It's Multiple crowd. people had laptops out. You yep. know people were connecting their phones to it. And I mean, it was blazing fast. It was screaming. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So the the brewery can give me better wi-fi than the hotel room that you pay a couple hundred bucks a night to stay at like that is garbage yeah and we were paying five <laughs> or six dollars a beer for those exactly pours. well i know which place i enjoyed staying at better that's all i'm saying yeah i wonder if they'd let us sleep in that little loft they have at the top you know and maybe they wouldn't even notice if we were up there <laughs> if we were quiet yeah maybe just, if we didn't record a podcast just hide there, there. Yeah. yeah well we'll find out next time so uh, the the next uh, topic that at least one of us is paying for is uh, Amazon Prime streaming. Yep, I still I still have not ever subscribed to Amazon Prime. Uh, I think the last time this came up, I mentioned I was considering it, given that where I live is much more conducive to those deliveries. But I haven't uh, I haven't jumped on board just yet. And and just from my standpoint, um, the value is the shipping. But absolutely, uh, um, there there's a reasonable amount of of uh, good content. We watched the Bosch yeah, series. Um, Billy uh, Billy Bob Thornton has a, a lawyer series that's uh, it's kind of dark, but it's okay. pretty good. And then uh, there's a uh, Jack Ryan series with uh, it's got the guy who is Jim from the Office, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. John uh, begins with a K. I, um, I got nothing. Yeah, I've never. I don't actually watch The Office. I just that's what I know him from. Yeah, and uh, the Jack Ryan series yeah. is absolutely. I know. Very, very I wanted good as well. I wanted it's to dark. watch. Yeah, oh for sure. I mean, it's it's got lots of gratuitous violence in it. It's my jam. Uh, very, very CIA black ops sort of uh, oriented, and uh, I find it uh, educational. Because I, I feel like uh, somebody's doing the writing based on uh, real information. That's yeah, that's always cool. Um, I was I'm trying to think. There were a couple of things I wanted to watch there. I think one of their earlier series was um, 
Man in the High Castle, which was a great book by Philip Dick. Um, His writing's always just mad trippy, but um, I thought that looked cool. And then they had the uh, the Good Omens series as well, I believe. Yes, they um, did. Based on the book by Neil Gaiman, which love Neil Gaiman as an author. So, um, yeah, I'll definitely be checking that out if I end up jumping aboard that bandwagon. Or honestly, if I just get bored, I might just subscribe to the streaming separately just to check some of those things out. If I reach that point where I actually have like time where I feel like I'm getting value out of doing that. And so. if you like crime drama, the, the Bosch uh, series is really, really good. It's based on Michael Conley. Um, who's written uh, a book series for uh, a couple of decades on on Hieronymus Bosch? Right. right. Um, also, by the way, it's John Krasinski. Yes, John Krasinski. He plays Jim from The Office, and he's yeah. he's married to uh, somebody, a famous actress as well. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah, he's married to Emily Blunt. That's yes, right. Emily Man. Blunt. Yeah. What was the what was the movie she did? The like drug cartel she was like not a DEA agent but she got into it like Guillermo del Toro was in it I, I don't know I'll, I'll figure it out later but it yeah. was that I thought that movie was just stupendous and she was really great in it but they uh, I've, I've seen them uh, interviewed together and they seem like a uh, uh, a couple that's well matched for each other Sicario Sicario the movie I was thinking yep. of. yeah it was really good in fact, I thought she did such a good job that I did not watch the sequel to it, which more focused on Benicio Del Toro, and I believe she was not in it. And I was like, eh, she was like the compelling character, I thought. But anyway. Hmm. All right. Good deal. So, um, Apple TV Plus, you, you, you now get the free trial of that? Are you, I, are you watching any not, of that at all? Yeah, so I, I get it for free for one year um, for buying my phone. Um, it's been, it's been good. Um, I've watched a little bit of it, not because I had problems with any of the content, just, I haven't had like tons of time to sit down and watch stuff. Um, I've really been watching, um, mostly, uh, the morning show, uh, which is phenomenal. Um, you know, really kind of based on, have sort you finished of the, it yet? No, I'm like three episodes in. All right. right. So, so we still have a couple of episodes left to see. And I was just curious. Yeah. It's, it's kind of based. If you've never heard of it before, like I was kind of confused because, um, I almost thought like, wait, is it like, it's a streaming like morning TV show. Like, how does that work? Like, I, I thought it was like a good morning America or something, but it's, it's not, it's like a, a drama based on sort of the whole like Me Too movement, uh, you know, whole Matt Lauer thing that happened. It's kind of based around that sort of idea, that premise. You know, they're a TV station that has, they're all on a morning show and there's, you know, assault allegations against it, like it, the guy who it's was certainly high drama. And, yeah, it, it is for sure. So um, it's been good so far, but like I said, I'm only like, a couple episodes in. Um, and then I, st- I watched two episodes of um, Mythic Quest. Which is kind of like a silly comedy. Think, think Silicon Valley, but instead of a startup, they're like a game development company. Um, and it stars the one dude who is in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I, I don't know his name off the top of my head. He's the mm-hmm. one with the beard um, and that wasn't Danny DeVito. <laughs> yeah. 
the like two middle aged guys. It was the one with the beard, but um, it's it's been decent. Um, I wouldn't say it's like great by any stretch, but it's something that's good enough. I'll throw it on if I'm like sitting down to eat something, and they're like short, you know, twenty five minute episodes that you can like watch a couple. And it's it's entertaining enough to throw on. I'll say that. Um, there are a couple other shows on there I want to check out. I just haven't had a chance to do it yet. Yeah, and we have a, a couple on our list too, but uh, the morning show is the one that we kind of gravitate yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, for better or for worse, I started with that one at the uh, recommendation of Chris. Um, not sure if that's like a wise decision or not to listen to Chris's recommendations, but I did. And it's turned out pretty well so far. I don't think he knows how to listen to podcasts, so I think we can uh, slam him. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll watch about him hearing this if he ever asks you to sit at the bar across the street from our office and give him like an hour long tutorial on what podcasts are and how to listen to them. There you go. That'll that'll be the tell- <laughs> then we'll know to tell- kind of brace time. ourselves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is he is not one of our uh, subscribers for sure. I don't think so. No, I, I don't think he's. Uh, I don't think he's padding our numbers. Any. No, no, not at all. So, are you using Hulu at all? Uh, I am not at the moment. I have subscribed to Hulu before. Uh, I do like it. I'm the person who has to pay for the higher tier of service. I can't do the like ad-supported version. That just kills me. But um, Hulu's, it's an interesting mix. They've had some good originals. And then they also seem to have a good collection of like you know, TV shows that they've syndicated from, you know, cable television or whatnot to watch. So it's got a good mix. I'll usually subscribe to it every once, maybe a couple times a year um, after like the big seasons have ended and just sort of catch up on everything, um, watch the syndicated stuff and then check out some of their uh, Hulu originals as well. But I've been pretty pleased with it in the past. We, um, I know we watched Mar- Veronica Mars. We mentioned, oh, yeah, we mentioned yeah. that. And um, a handful of other things, but but for the most, oh, Letter Kenny. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, did you notice I actually had to text another coworker of ours the other uh, while we were at Rock Pit uh, yesterday because he's a huge Letter Kenny fan. They were playing Letter Kenny on one of the TVs above the bar at Rock Pit. I did not notice yeah, that. I wish you'd pointed that out. I saw the, and I've never watched a full episode of Letter Kenny. Um, really, but I noticed it's hilarious. I've heard it's really good, and I'm not opposed to it. It's just haven't gotten around to it. Um, but the I noticed the guy who was like one of the main characters um, on the TV, and I was like, oh no lie, he's like doing commercials. That's crazy. Uh, and then they had they had like closed captioning on because obviously you can't hear the audio. Um, and he said, fuck. And I was like, this isn't a commercial. They're just straight up playing Letterkenny. And then I noticed the little Hulu logo down in the corner of the screen. I was like, oh, yeah, they're just playing Letterkenny. That's hilarious. So. Yeah, yeah. So Jenny and I have enjoyed that as well. So now um, I'm getting Disney Plus right now mm-hmm. from I know a Verizon. lot of people are from Verizon, yeah. yeah I know but, Brandy's getting it through Verizon oh, too. All yeah. right. So uh, I don't think there are any other ways to get it for free. Uh, not um, that I know of. But it's low cost. It's it's not the high cost. Yeah, it's like what six or seven dollars a month yeah, if you're paying. I think so. So um, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I got it, and Jenny really wanted it, and I don't think any either of us have watched anything after the first month. Yeah. Um, I know like Brandy really likes it cause she's a big Disney fan. So like been a bunch of times I've been over hanging out with her and she'll just turn on a random Disney movie for like some background. The thing I knew a lot of people were jazzed up about it is like 
given Disney owns so many things, all the Marvel movies are on there now, which I'm a comic book fan. I mean, I've got like a comic related tattoo on my shoulder, but I really got over the Marvel stuff. Like, so I don't really care. Last Marvel movie I saw was like the very first Avengers movie and like, what was that, like 2012 or 2013? I've watched right, another one since then. Yeah, it's been a hot minute. Um, and then they've got all the Star Wars stuff too, which I also just... I was a huge Star Wars fan. It was like the original trilogy like when I was a kid. Um, since then, I'm just like... It, I, I can't pretend like I care. I watched... Uh, people were all jazzed up about the series, uh, The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. Um, I watched like four or five episodes of that while at Brandy's one day. And I was like... It's okay. Like, I don't mind that it's on. I would never go watch it on my own, though. I watched like half an episode, and it didn't. It didn't yeah. talk to me, yeah. and, and so I'm probably not going back. Yeah. And and like you, the original Star Wars was kind of where I was at. And, right. And in fairness, I'm not one of those people that that is religiously directed towards Star Trek versus Star Wars or yeah. vice versa. But uh, I like most of the original. Uh, versions of those better and as they iterate those uh, just not been as big a fan I'm I'm almost sort of um, I'm in a weird place because while I loved the original three movies as a child um, having rewatched a couple of them as an adult I'm like oh these are actually terrible yes. these are bad movies like yep. they're just the storytelling is horrible. The plot makes no sense. The whole thing's stupid. Like, Have you watched E.T. as an adult? Oh, yeah. Same it, thing. It's go- Even as a kid, I was like, how are these kids outrunning a police car on bicycles? Like, it makes no sense but, whatsoever. But, but, but I remember both Star Wars yes. and E.T. just being yep. a magical experience. I remember, uh, what was the, the last of the original trilogy? It was like Return of the Jedi or something yeah. like that. I remember I... That was my favorite movie of all time when I was like 10 years old. I thought it was amazing. And I rewatched it like, I happened to stumble across it like five or six years ago. And I was watching it. And I was like, this is a disaster of a movie. This is terrible. So, yeah. Um, I, I'll not rewatch them and just let the nostalgia kind of make me think that they're okay movies. Now, you still are uh, subscribing to Netflix, right? Uh, I am not new. You're not. I have not had a Netflix subscription for probably three or four months. Okay. All right. Uh, Because I think the last time we talked, you you still had one, or maybe you had just let it go. No, I I let it go when we recorded the original like uh, streaming TV. So I'm going to grab one. I think uh, I haven't had one in uh, at least probably three years. I'm going to grab one probably the 1st of April. There's a yeah. uh, uh, Robert B. Parker uh, book, uh, Spencer for Hire movie with, uh, I think we talked about this, Mar- Mark Wahlberg. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, I've seen I've seen trailers for that. That looks good. Looks really um, good. Yeah, and... Um, and I've been meaning to... I'll probably do the same because I've been meaning to watch The Irishman. Um, that seems like my speed. That was Martin Scorsese, if I recall correctly. And I like all of his stuff, so... Yeah, and uh, Post Malone is in the movie as yes, well. Yes, because I saw actually I was at he, he, it was a prison scene in the trailer, and and, and I I just loved that. Yeah, no, I was actually uh, I actually recall now that you say this uh, where I saw the trailer. It was on the television at the bar across the street from our office, and I was like, "Is that Post Malone? It, yeah, is that Mark Wahlberg? What the hell is this?" And I was like, "Oh, that's this thing Mark mentioned when we did that recording." So, and, and it it looks like a classic uh, Peter Berg. 
sort of uh, movie, which is uh, high action. I mean, okay. Yeah. I mean, the trailers are uh, cars busting into taco shops and and all sorts of stuff. So lots lots of fighting, lots of action. Yeah. So it should be cool. I'll probably I'll probably do the same um, again once I get a little more time. I'll. Uh, I think this entire month is a wash because. After Louisville, I have like a week at home, and then I'm headed to Chicago. So yeah, probably late in the month, yeah. probably not March, but like maybe as we get towards summer, if things slow down a little bit with life, I'll uh, I'll resub and uh, and watch a couple of those things. So uh, the last one I have is uh, one that I know that you don't utilize, but I use Plex, and uh, ah, I got a yeah. Plex pass uh, many years ago, and so I get all the the content and and extra things that they add and. And, and so I do use Plex for uh, storing backup copies of my uh, 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 movies and things right, like right. that. Um, or sometimes things fall off the back of a truck or it whatever happens, happens to you know, be. You wake and, up. Um, How did that get on my hard drive? I have no idea. And so, um, so I, I do have a, a, a raid at home with uh, a lot of storage <laughs> on it. Um, but I'll tell you, as the streaming services have gotten better and better, I use less and less of yeah. uh, Plex, and I find that uh, Jenny is uh, is not clicking the Plex button on the Roku very often at all. Yeah, and uh, and she used to use the heck out of it, and and uh, my son when he was at home used the heck out of it because I would always know if the server was down, somebody would come looking for me and like, yep. I can't, Plex isn't working. Can you fix it? Yeah. And it just caused me to reboot the server. So, um, I, I know a few people who have had pretty good Plex setups. Um, you do, Brandy did, another guy used to work with at our previous job did. Um, I just never felt compelled because I'm like, generally, I don't have enough time to watch like all the things on streaming services that I would normally watch. So, I, I never felt compelled to like, set up a big local media thing because I'm like, I'm never going to end up using it was kind of my thought there. So in the early days of technology, I was a shareware hoarder. If there was a free oh, or yeah. shareware program, <laughs> I downloaded it. And, and when external drives started being available, I had external drives because I might want to reinstall this application. Right. And and so Plex kind of found me in that same spot. And and I tend not to rewatch anything. Yeah, I'm the same. But but it's there on on my Plex yeah, server. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, listen, John. Um, we can do whatever you want, but my beer's empty. Yeah, mine is too. And the last section we have is storage, and I'm thinking storage might be its own show where we talk about how we use storage. Yeah, especially because I've had some good discussions with Chris lately about some storage stuff. So I think we can probably make an entire episode out of storage and, right. uh, you know, wet our whistle. So why don't we uh, finish up here and, and go get another beer? So where can people find you? Yes. Well, I'm, I'm seriously, I'm like picking up the recorder, ready to hit the button to stop the recording. Because like, oh, we've been dry, we both been dry for a little while. We're done. We're done. Yeah. I'm like mouth getting dry over here. Uh, so on the internet, uh, my main website is jfabhd.com. Um, just has kind of like one page website, little blurb about me, what I do. Um, links to my profiles, most other places across the internet. And then uh, most of my actual content that I write and put together is on unusually.pink. Um, I've got a blog right And some there. great content there. People yeah. should go take a look at that. Yeah, I do uh, I do all my blogging there. And I've really made sort of a, uh, I made sort of a resolution in 2020. Um, I found myself 
to tangent slightly and delay our beer, so I apologize. I found myself being... You did see me look at the bar, right? I know, right? You're like eyeing it up. Um, I found myself using Twitter really frequently, especially like end of 2019, Um and I would like run into a technical problem or something. And instead of writing like a well put together blog post, I would do like the initial like off the cuff, like, you know, big tweet about it. And then like have to make like five more as I realized like, oh, I'm actually stupid. And like I was throwing shade at the company that makes this product, but like it's actually my fault or it was a hardware problem in my device or like my internet was flaky or, you know, something like that. And so I was like, I want to do less of that and more like well thought out sort of like blog posts about things. So trying to do a little bit more blogging. Um, for the record, I've not succeeded. I have been posting less on Twitter, but not making more blogs. I've just not done either. So, um, but hopefully I'll have like a lot more content coming there soon. Um, and then if you go to unusually.pink forward slash podcast, uh, that's what I was talking about earlier, where I put together all the show notes for our uh, other podcasts. So um, all the write-ups and links are there. Any chance you're not blogging as much because we're always out having craft beer? It could be. Um, that being said, if I go out and have craft beer more on my own, um, you know, if like you're busy, you're not around or something, that's a great opportunity to blog um, because I do like to sit at the bar with my laptop and kind of start writing some things. So well, I'll um, quit asking you to I, No, not at all. Please don't do that. <laughs> How, how about you? Where can people find you on the internet, Mark? Hey, man, I'm a, I'm at Craft Brew Geek everywhere. So craftbrewgeek.com will take you to some places. I'm on the Twitter, Instagram, the Facebook, all those normal places. Uh, once again, still haven't got the website up, but uh, maybe one of these years I'll be like John and uh, have my own JFab HD in the form of uh, Craft Brew Geek. Uh, it's still sitting there on Squarespace, who should uh, certainly sponsor us. They definitely should. They sponsor literally everyone else on the planet. Everybody so but like, us. I, we're the only ones, yeah. So uh, <laughs> so hopefully I'll uh, go in and uh, dust that off and uh, make it look a little better. Well, you know, I should really, um, I should do my best to, to sort of like um, goad you into doing that because admittedly the only reason I have the jfabhd.com one is because you bugged me about it incessantly and then I finally bought it and then moved my site to it and then redid my site to fit the theme. So, And, um, and honestly, if you, you hadn't that. bought that the domain, I was going to buy it and put something I up. Say, you were like two seconds away, I think, I from buying it out from under I, me I, just because it had been it had been like weeks, if not months. I'm I pretty sure on Black Friday I looked. You still hadn't got it and, and I was going to buy it and I believe you bought it that weekend. I did buy it that weekend, yeah. Yeah, so so I actually had it in my cart at one point in time because I was gonna I was gonna punk your ass. <laughs> well, I'm glad you didn't. Um, I think it it turned out pretty well. So, um, and yeah, it sort of took over as my main like um, personal site. So pretty cool. Hey, John, let's go get a beer. Okay? I need a beer. Yeah, let's go get. <laughs>